It's time for our halftime report, brought to you by United Community Bank on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED induct air purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org org slash black and blue and we're back here at north hall here on 97.5 glory fm we will follow the trojans next saturday right now they would be on the road if the score remains the same and they finish number three they would go to luella down in henry county next saturday night and been told the game time would be at 6 p.m they want to play under the lights but as early as possible with the time change this weekend they said right now kickoff will be at 6 p.m next Saturday. We will join the pregame show as soon as our broadcast of Georgia State football ends next Saturday as the Panthers will be taking on Appalachian State next Saturday at 2 p.m. So we've got a full day of football for you starting with the Panther pregame show at 1.30 going all the way late Saturday night with Trojan playoff football here on 97.5 Glory FM plus all the Cherokee Bluff fans cheering for the Trojans tonight and North Hall wins. The Bluff is in. No matter what happens right now they are falling Cherokee Bluff is falling to North Oconee and Bogart 34-0 right before halftime in that ball game. Also, the other game in the region right now, we've got Chesapeake falling to Walnut Grove by a final right, the score right now, 19-0 right before halftime. And then, uh, see, also, again, let's see, what was the score here? Oh, yeah, Madison County was still leading uh, East Hall, the last score we had. 21-13. Oh, oh, that one. Yes, thanks, Ron. 21-13, that with the Red Raiders on top of the Vikings. Of course, everything could change. We could well, have... You know, we want to say hello to all the uh, Bluff fans uh, that might be down there at the game listening to us on TuneIn. Absolutely. Because uh, they're, they're doing a little scoreboard watching. Absolutely. 
We've got two undefeated teams that are looking to remain undefeated as Gainesville leading Jackson County 28-0 at halftime over in Hushton. Down in Oakwood is Lumpkin County on top of West Hall 28-7. And we'll be with you with Lumpkin County playoff football next Friday night as they'll take on the number four team out of Region 6 AAA. Coming up next Friday night, our broadcast will begin with the Long Street Cafe pregame show at 7.05 kickoff in the burial grounds at Cottrell Field starting at 7.30 from the Gold City here on 97.5 Glory FM. Other games, one game played last night, it was Jefferson blanking east side for the Region 8 Quinte Championship, 35-0. The Dragons finished the season undefeated. Also last night, it was Fellowship Christian winning the 8AA Championship with a victory over Union County in a close ball game. Earlier today, it was Midtown defeating Johnson 33-9 down at Henderson Stadium there, the old Grady Stadium just off 10th Street in Atlanta. I think really the biggest thing was just Johnson had a difficult time adjusting to the play of Atlanta officials. Yeah, well, it has a different play play. And with that, Johnson ends the season four and six overall. Still trying to get a score from Flyer Branch and Heritage. Yeah, I've, I've, I've exhausted all my sources, and I haven't found anything yet. Yeah, I haven't got anything from that one, uh, from that standpoint. Uh, see, also around the listing area, it's halftime with White County on top of Gilmer, 14-7 in that ball game up in Cleveland. Let's see, the other game in that region by the way, Ronnie, will be Pickens and Wesleyan as Dawson County had their season come to a close last week. Wesley will be the number two team in that region behind Lumpkin County again, who will be at home next Friday. And we'll talk about history being made in Dahlonega this year for Heath Webb's team. Winning their first ever region championship, going undefeated right now, the way things are going to look right now with them. Mason Sullins, one of the leading rushers in class, AAA. Cal Faulkner really leading the team at quarterback for the team, and you just keep going on and on and on and on with what they're doing there in the Gold City, winning tonight 28-7 at halftime of that ball game. Let's see, one of the scores trying to get a hold of two is Lakeview Academy and Loganville Christian. The, if the Lions win, they finish 5-5 five and five and would make the Class AAA state playoffs in the GIAA. Well, that would be a good a good thing for them, you know, Coach Lee Coleman in his first Absolutely. year there. And what they had happened to them at the beginning of the season, losing so many players and then being so shorthanded, losing their quarterback earlier this season. Also, let's see, looking around the area, just let you know, Ron, all the schools – in Class A and Region 8 had the evening golf game ready for the playoffs next week. Commerce will be the number one team in that region after defeating Raven County in overtime in thrilling fashion last week. Elbert County finishes second for the first time in a long time. Raven County finishes third in that region. And you had windless Athens Christian at 0-10. And my question, Mark Seale, will they make the playoffs in the GHSA? Is it if you only have four teams in the region where you go into the state playoffs in that Classic case we'll find out, of course, after our broadcast. You'll hear from Chester Proctor at GNN's Friday Night Live. I'm sure he's going to have a lot to talk about when it comes to I'm, brackets. I'm this sure evening. bracketology will be the topic of conversation for them. Yeah, he'll pro- I'm sure probably have try to have Robin Hines, the executive director of the GHSA, as his guest. We've got much more for you coming up next. We'll take another two-minute timeout. You're tuned to the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. 
They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. For many of us, purchasing a home is the largest investment we will make in a lifetime. It's so important to know the home you are buying will be comfortable and energy efficient all year. And that is exactly why Jackson AMC created the Right Choice Program. Right Choice homes are built from the ground up and guaranteed to provide comfort and energy savings. And that's something we can all appreciate. Right Choice homes, energy efficient, guaranteed, and only from Jackson AMC. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932. And see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. And back here on the United Community Bank Halftime Report at Halftime at North Hall. Trojans lead by 324-21. Got a halftime score for you, Ron. And Conyers is flying branch at halftime, leading Heritage 28-21. Wow. And also in the third quarter, Buford, who will finish number two in Region 878. They are leading Central Gwinnett 53 to nothing right now. How do you know since they lost that game, I don't think they've given up a point. They have not. Yeah, <laughs> they made them the mad. Creek. Yeah. And the Mill Creek Hawks will be the number one team out of region 8-7-8 in the final year of 7-A football. We sometimes see those two teams playing at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium for the state championship, wouldn't it? Well, it could very well happen. Absolutely. It could happen from that standpoint. Again, next week, our broadcast schedule will be in Dahlonega on Friday. As Lumpkin County will be in action in the Class AAA State Playoffs, taking on the 4C from Region 6. Then on Saturday we'll be on the road with North Hall, either in Stockbridge or at Luella. Of to happens here in the second half. If North Hall holds on to this lead, they'll be in Luella, and it will be Cherokee Bluff at Stockbridge. But if East or South comes back and wins this ball game, they will be going to Luella and North Hall, and us will be going down to Stockbridge next Saturday night. Yeah, so... Uh, still a lot of scoreboard watching going on Cherokee Bluff, and they're not watching the scoreboard of their own game. They're watching the scoreboard of this game uh, because it's not a very pleasant scoreboard for them at the game they're at. We'll try to have some halftime stats for you here as soon as we can, but for the first half, both teams going up and down the field. We thought it might be more of a defensive struggle, but the offense is really on top of everything right now. Yeah, they really have a couple of turnovers uh or a, a turnover, a couple of fumbles, but one of them was lost, and that was a, a big thing for East Forsyth. And uh, North Hall really needs to come in, out and make a statement in this first uh, play, series of the second half 
to try to take control of this thing a little bit better because that last drive by East Forsyth kind of gave them some momentum. I've got some stats, Mike, if you're ready. Yes, sir. All right, on offense for North Hall, uh, let's go back over here at this on this side of the page. 12 first downs to 11 first downs, North Hall on that. 19 rushes for 118 yards for the Trojans, 26 rushes, 188 yards for East Forsyth. Uh, 8 of 11 is Tanner Marsh, 135 yards. 8 of 12 is Sekas for 81. So 269 to 253 a yardage. East for South leading that one by 16 yards. North Hall, one punt for 22. Uh, East for South, two for 24. Four penalties on North Hall, 37, 5 for 45 for East for South. Four fumbles, one lost. By East for South, no turnovers by North Hall. North Hall offensive statistics, Tanner Marsh, five rushes, 27 yards. Tate Ruth, uh, five for 25. Parker Carlton, six for 25. Riles Perrier, three for 41. Ruth and Carlton both with a rushing touchdown. Tanner Marsh, eight of 11, 135, one passing touchdown. That passing touchdown came to Riles Perrier. He caught two passes for 72 yards. One was a 45-yarder. Kirby, one for 10. Ruth, one for 24. Sosby, two for 17. Ty Kemp, one for 10. And one one for two yards was Cole Cable. Uh, for East Forsyth, Trip Morris, three rushes, seven yards. Then you got Gus Martin, a little speedy guy. Nine rushes, 106 yards. 48 was his long. Troy Hoover, eight for 74. 28 was his long. Zankas, three for negative yards. Moffitt, two for 11. And Kobe Eagle, number uh, five, Rushed one for negative one. Zakis is eight of 12, 81 yards. Hunter caught two for uh, 10 yards. Will Moffitt three for 21. Gus Martin one for 33. Andrew Frank one for 11. And Jackson Norman one for six. So there's your halftime statistics. And you see, I think this first drive for North Hall is going to be so important, Joe. Yeah, I, I think they need to come down and score, preferably a touchdown. You know, if you look back at the first half, it very easily and probably should be uh, a 31-14 game right now, Mike, if you look at it from the standpoint of woulda, coulda, shoulda. And uh, if they could have stopped him right there, got the ball, or could have scored on that last possession North Hall had, would have maybe would have given them 31, been 31-14. Then they gave up that really long play down there to Martin, and that set up that uh, touchdown to give them 21. So in all, you know, either way, it's 20. It's, it's a 15-point swing the way you look at it possibly in there. Instead one, of, one thing about it too is North Hall has had excellent field position on kicks tonight. They have. They, they, the worst field position was on the fumble. That they had, and they came down and, and should have, and I think they did score on that one. Yep. And uh, you know that that's the worst starting field position they've had all night. Yep. It was 88-yard scoring drive for the Trojans. They've had some long ones. 88 had 165 yards. Had a couple of short ones. Also from that standpoint, when it comes to scoring drives, they here at halftime. North Hall on top, 24-21. We're back aboard the United Community Bank halftime report in two minutes. So 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. 
And if you're not using EMC Security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. All Grillmasters know that flavor is the most important thing. And that's why all of us at Autry's know that Traeger is the number one selling wood-fired grill in the world. They certainly are. The original Traeger was invented over 30 years ago in Mount Angel, Oregon, and they've been perfecting the art of wood fire cooking ever since. It's the wood pellets. That's what gives the amazing flavor. And that's why we carry such a variety. Surprise someone special with the world's best-selling grill from Traeger this year. We'll help you find the Traeger that's right for you at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Now, more of the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. And welcome back to Friday Night Football in North Georgia here on 97.5 Glory FM. Final game of the regular season, 12th week of the season, 10th game. We've been with you ever since August the 18th. It is flown by, guys. It always does. You know, we get into a season and we say, all right, week one, we're ready to go. It's a long grind, and all of a sudden it's week six or week seven, and all of a sudden it's week 12, and we're finished up. We got to see, what, uh, two or three homecomings and two or three senior nights as usual this year. So always enjoying that, a little bit more festivities. Uh, kind of a big thing. It's uh, last night, and I was talking to Breck and Kirby's dad a few minutes ago. Of course, it's his last night for his youngest son. And, and I said, well, what did Breck and what was his emotion tonight? He said, he said, well, Dad, you know, it's another football game. We need to go out and win. But I'll be playing again next year, so, you know, I'm not getting caught up in all the emotion. I said, you know, if every kid could have that every game, it'd be probably a good thing because yeah. you wouldn't be at all wired and everything. You know, so. they didn't get – they didn't make a big deal out of that back in when I was in school. Like senior, senior night, they didn't make a big deal out of it to the next spring, or the spring game. Yeah. You know, too, Jerry, the one thing I, I kept talking, I talked to 10 coaches this evening on – for game plan. I had talked to them yesterday getting ready for the program this evening for our final broadcast of game plan here in 2023. And most all of them were talking about tonight being the last game. A lot of things have been decided. So go out and just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what you got to look at. I mean, I love that because some of them are going to be more important than others. But I really think that you need to take that uh, look at it every game, Mike, uh, because if you're not coming out and having fun, you're really going to get behind the eight ball and get so frustrated or anxious and not play well. I follow this one guy on Twitter, on X now, who really has some great ideas about high school sports. And the one thing I think you'll enjoy this is that he's talking about when your son plays football yep. or really any sport your, your daughter or your son plays. They said the first question out of your mouth should be, did you have fun? Yep, yeah. exactly right. That all did. That's exactly right. And that's what always – Try to make sure, uh, you know, when I was doing recreations, is, are they having fun enough 
to want to come back and play next year. If they're not, why aren't they having fun? Exactly. There's got to be a reason you're not. You always want them to, that's for sure. Yep. Again, guys, looking ahead to the, the state playoffs right now, we know here in our local area we've got Gainesville, which could win a state championship for mm-hmm. the second time in school history. They're undefeated for the second straight year, and right now they are dominant in Class 6A. You've got Lumpkin County. I'm curious to see and really excited to see how far they can go in the state yeah, playoffs. They Mike, start I'm, next Friday. Uh, I'm looking yes, at the, 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 uh, who their opponent would be next week, and Cahulla Creek is the odds-on favorite to be it their is. opponent. But if they lose to a Daresville tonight, who is the region champion, Which they should, and and Ringo beats Gordon Lee, it'll be Ringo. Correct. And it'll be and Ringo in Lumpkin County next Friday night. Well, right now, at halftime, Cahulla Creek leads the Daresville fourteen to seven, and Ringo's leading Gordon Lee, who's the number three team, twenty-one to seven. So of course we'll have all the details on GNS Friday night lights here on ninety-seven five Glory FM. We got three minutes left before we get ready for the second half. As they'll get ready for their warm-ups here to get ready for the second half. We'll take one more time now. Get ready for the second half kickoff here on 97.5 Glory FM with Friday Night Football in North Georgia. This has been the United Community Bank halftime report on 97.5 Glory FM. The second half kickoff is coming up next. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. As we get ready to start the second half of play, join us after the game. We've got a brand-new feature coming to WGTJRadio.com. Sides Media will provide video highlights of tonight's ball game. You'll get a chance to see that on our website. We're excited to have that extra feature for you. Well, the video highlight package there on our website 
WGTJRadio.com. Plus, you can go to our podcast page and hear this ball game anytime online on demand after the game this evening on WGTJRadio.com. North Hall will receive the second half kickoff. And they'll move left to right. Yep, they're moving left to right from the Bob to the old old courthouse, old field house. (laughs) 24-21, they have the score up by three right now as Neary will be kicking off to the Trojans. Back is Perrier, Ruth, Carlton, and Kemp are up short. Here's the kick. It's going to be a little bit of a pop-up, going to come back. Bounce once, hit the runner. He's got to pick it up at the 18. Will he get anything? He got across the 20 to about the 21. That was Ruth, and we got a flag. We got two of them. About the 33, or excuse me, 27. See what's going on. One official had a pretty good arm on that flag. Yeah, he did. He threw it about 30 yards. Shot block on North Hall. Doggone it. And they're going to start back in yep. near their own goal line. Riles Perrier in the first half, guys. Tied two records, or set two records in the first half with uh, single season uh, touchdown passes. Tied that one in career touchdown receivings, receiving touchdowns. Well, congratulations to him. Tanner Marsh needs 93 yards to break a passing record. First down, balls all the way back at the... Almost 11-yard line, 11.55, just starting. Marsh in the gun. Hand off to Ruth. Ruth looking for a hole. Not going to find much of one, but he's going to push out to about the 12 or 13. So he got about a yard, maybe two. Be second down, give him two, second down and eight on the Trojans. Again, North Hall's had this one punt, so you want to go ahead and do something here on second down and make it third and short if possible. Yeah, see uh, what's for east for south changed anything at halftime with their defense. Man in motion is Perrier looking to pass. Perrier catches it on a flare to the 15. The 20 outside guy, 25, 26-yard line out of bounds. Got the first down to the 26, almost the 27-yard line. Yeah, picked up a pretty good block in the backfield, which almost turned into a hole, but I don't think anybody saw it. Maybe they gave him some grace on that. DeCillian was the one, number eight, who finally knocked him out of bounds. You know, I really I wish I had official heights and weights on some of these East Forsyth guys, they look big boys. Big. They are mar- monsters. Some of them are huge. They all dress up with 300 pounds a lot. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, that was Tanner Marsh. Kept it himself. And he goes Close east and width the, instead of north and south. And he wounds up getting about three yards from the 27 up to the 30, second down and seven. Yeah, Mike said right there at the end that they all dress out about 300 pounds, you said? Yes, sir, I think so. I know the only offensive line, they're huge. And uh, then you got then you got little Gus Martin that dresses out maybe maybe uh, like Gary said five seven five eight hundred and fifty and he can scoot. Second down, six yards to go. Ten minutes forty five seconds left here in the third quarter. Just getting started. Hand off to Ruth. Look, looking for a hole. Thirty five stumbled across the thirty seven out to the thirty eight or thirty nine. Got the first down. Yeah, that's a big play there getting the first down. Yeah, it was. Two first downs now in a row. That first one was huge to get the per year guy, and then that time with the second run, Ruth was able to stumble across and get about eight or nine yards up to the thirty nine. It'll be a first and ten. He's for listed, the Trojans. He's listed at five seven one sixty five. Martin is just a little bit l- l- smaller than him, so I think we're pretty much in a ballpark we, on him. Yeah, as far as those linemen, I got no idea. They're just monstrous. Back to Ruth. Ruth gets it. He's looking for a hole. He got one. 
after the fourth quarter, and it closed in a hurry. The ball came out, but Ruth pounced uh, back on I it. Think I think he was, he was down. down anyway. Yeah, I, yeah. I looked like one of the officials was doing this, pointing it to ground. He's going to get about three yards on it up to about the 43 and a half, maybe the 44. It looks like he got five yards, four yards anyway. That was Cameron Frady who fell on top of him. Now, if if Tate's 5'7", 165, that guy looks like he's about, what, about six inches taller, maybe about 40 pounds heavier. Yeah. All right, three wide outs. Breck and Kirby off the side of the tight end. Throws. Oh, it got tipped right there at the line. Number two did a nice job right there. Jeremiah, Jeremiah Foote. Foote came yep. up and knocked the pass down. I think it might have been complete because he was open on that far side. Yeah, that time Foote used his hand. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, third and seven. Down. Third down, about seven yards to go. And this is a big third down. Ball's on the 40, almost 42-yard line of North Hall. Yeah, they sort of need this one for confidence, don't they? Three yeah. guys not out wide. They're going to give it to Perrier, trying to go around the far side. Nothing there. Comes back to this side, looking for a block. Not, and the ball gets knocked away. It's going to luckily. No, it stays in bounds, and North Hall covers it up. Holy Way smokes. back at the 26. Wow. Oh, that could have been That got stripped out, yeah. and Tanner Marsh recovers it way back at the 26-yard line. It'll be fourth and very long. They'll have to punt it. Well, they tried to do the end-around thing, and, yep. and he just and got they, closed in. And it, the play was very slow developing, and by the time he was handing it off, he already had uh, orange britches and white shirts in the backfield, and then they were just fortunate that they maintained control of it. At least they can get a punt off now. Yeah. One man back deep. For the Broncos, Parker Dale to punt. Parker comes to come off, gets the kick off. He's going to land in the man's hands with a fair catch at the 46. That's number three, Cole Ferguson. He'll be first and 10 for the Broncos. 24-21, North Hall on top of East Forsyth here in the third quarter. Three minutes played here in this quarter. Broncos down by three. Wound up kind of started slowing and got going. We had 45 points scored in the first half between the two teams. Broncos come out. Sekas, the quarterback. One running back off to his side. That's going to be Kobe Edgel, E-D-G-I-L. 29-yard punt. And off to Edgel. Edgel, a big hole. Gets through the 50, the 45, the 40. One man to try and knock him out. He runs him out of bounds. Around the 30-yard line. Uh, and they the took out, they took out the video camera. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think they're going to get him maybe for a horse collar. Look like they hit him up well, around he the end. He had him by the shirt, but I don't, I don't think he had him horse collar. But, you know, that's always a, a fine line there. Yep. And, and and it was a fine line too, Ron, over there. He was out of bounds at the time. It, yep. But they sure took out that video camera. Well, they got it. It's a personal foul on North Hall, so it's going to add on. They got the first down down to the 28, and that's going to add on 10 or 15 more. Half the distance, Joe. Yeah, that would be half the distance. Half the distance is going to be the 14 is where it will wind up being. So another big break for the Broncos. In the red zone, a chance to take the lead. Ball's down at the 14-yard line. First down and 10 for East Forsyth. Gus Martin, the little man, back in behind his quarterback, Zekas. Two wideouts way out far and one guy on a slot. Sekis is going to take it, hand off to Martin. Martin rolls right in there behind the big line and gets about three yards up to the 10. One thing that the East Forsyth runners do, when they start going down, they cover that ball up with both hands. Yep. Yeah, that's a smart play. Now, they've still dropped it a couple of times even doing that. But They had four uh, fumbles I, in the first half. 
that yep. time Martin did it, and I've seen Troy Hoover, who just came back into the ballgame at the tail or in the, the back end of the pistol. Second and six. Hoover has it. Goes across the down to the five to the four, looks like, for the first down. He's just explosive, isn't he? Yep, he is. Yeah, and he's and he's slow center gravity. He's hard to get down. Look at those big thighs on him, though. He's done a few squats. Going to hand off to Hoover again. Hoover goes untouched into the end zone for the touchdown. And it looks like we've got a flag in at the end of the play. Could be a holding. Odds. Running the Broncos yep. have the lead. Nope, yeah. nope. Yeah. It's a holding yeah. on East Forsyth, so we'll it'll come back. back for a moment. So that'll come back and go back out to about the 14-yard line mm-hmm. from where the flag is. Flag's laying around the two. So a 10-yard penalty. We put it at the 12. And let's see where he stops walking there. The umpire with 8.13 in the quarter brings it to the 12. And will set it down. It'll be down over. Uh, yeah, it'll still be first and goal. First and goal but from the 12 this time. Single set is Hoover. One wide out. Hand off to Hoover. Hoover had a hole and it closed, but he got down to about the seven. And yeah, no answer for him. Nope. They just opened up a hole, guys, between... Higgins, Johnson, Dunlap, Adams, and Day. Those guys depend on which side they go, and they've been going to the right side most of the time. They're just opening up holes and going through there. Hand off to Hoover again. Inside the five, bounced off a guy, touchdown Broncos. I'll tell you what, they're having a hard time wrapping him up. Yeah, they are. He went 12 yards and two boys. That time, I mean, and he's not. Boy, is he tough to. They'll close the swinging gate. Neary's out back there to kick. Moffitt to hold. Ball spotted right in the middle of the field. It's 7-51 here in the third quarter. East for South with the lead. Snap the hole. The kick is up. It is good. 27-28-24 here in the third. And back and over North on one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. And back here at North Hall, watch the kick now for the Broncos. Neary hits a little pop-up. It's going to hit out of bounds around the 30, or excuse me, 28. And on that far side, Ty Kemp lets it hit out of bounds and go out of bounds, luckily. It'll bring out to the 35 for North Hall, first and 10. Well, gentlemen, by the way, that was Troy Hoover's third touchdown of the night, all on short runs. That little kid, uh, they, they got a host of running backs in there, and even their, their main guy is not running the ball that. He's ran it three times tonight. That's Morris. And it's been Hoover and Martin the rest of the night. Martin in on defense right now. Had a defensive back 
Three wideouts, one guy per year in motion. Marsh is going to take it himself. Across the 40 out to the 42. Big Man. quick hitter in there behind Ham and Green and House. That was a good play that time. Yeah. If they kind of keyed on Perrier. He's been doing that a lot, sweeping to one side or the other. They keyed on him, and he was able to get up the middle and get about uh, seven yards quickly to the 42-and-a-half-yard line, second down and three. Well, they guessed right before when they keyed on Riles and caught him in that, <laughs> that loss, but that time a nice fake, like Ron said, by Marsh, and they three, got him some positive yardage. Excuse me, three wide outs, one on the far side, two on the near. Marsh to this side, now he's got a run. He's going to get a tackle, sacked in the backfield. Number 55, is it, or 56, 56. Dickerson? Yeah. yeah. Roman, Roman Dickerson. He's a defensive lineman, Roman so Dickerson. Made seven yards he gained the last play he gave back. Yep, that's Brecken, third and ten. Brecken Kirby was open very briefly in the middle, and he was trying to get Tanner Marsh's attention, but by the time he got his attention, then Roman had roamed him down. Yeah, he was feeling the pressure pretty quickly. He wanted the slant pass there and couldn't get it. Cole Cable. Corbin Sosby splitting out to the far side. Riles Perrier singles on this side. Now he goes to the far side. They'll fake to him. And one man coming on Tanner in a hurry. He has to throw it out to Riles. He caught it to 30, 35, out to about the 38, knocked out of bounds. Well, short of the first down, it'll be fourth down in about seven. Somebody left. That defensive back, they had another blitz on. I think it was, was it Martin that was coming in on him that yep. time? Yeah, looked like him. Left him completely alone, untouched. Yeah. And Tanner Marsh was lucky to complete that little screen pass to not get sacked, but it's still going to bring up fourth down and long. Fourth and about seven. They're going to have to kick it again. To two possessions, two punts here. I know Coach Pender did not want that to happen. Nope. We've got Cole Ferguson back, stands at his own 32. Parker Dale to punt. There's the snap, good one. Straight on kick, long, good kick this time. Fair catch, call four, caught it to 32, and that's where he's for South Habit, first and ten. Well, you know, their seniors also will continue playing, Joe, talking about this is really their first big senior class at East Forsyth. Yeah, it is. It's their first first year. I, as you look at them, there's five. They had no seniors in their first year. Had a, oh, I don't know how many they had last year, but this year they, they got a few. That's a 30-yard punt, gentlemen. I think 16. that's about the longest punt we've had tonight, isn't it? It by is. It is. Yeah, no return. That's the big thing. 16 seniors for East Forsyth and about that many for the Trojans. 5-43 here in the third quarter. Handoff to little number five. He's going to be tackled from behind, but after about a three-yard gain, Covey Edgel, E-D-G-I-L, gets well, the gain on that. I'll tell you what. They, they, like I say, that line blows out there, and you get yep. you got three yards before – you can never lay a hand on them. Well, the man that tackled him was behind him and made the tackle. This is a huge series for North Hall mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yep. defensively you know, they, they, it is. They've been trading punches like a like a fight. 5-16, handoff to Martin. Martin gets stopped back there. Look at down the backfield. Good job defense right there. Number yeah. 10, Charlie Wright, come up there and hit him head on. He ta- tackled the, the blocker, too. Mm-hmm. One of the linemen back there was to block for him, and he – they both got knocked down. Big stop for the Trojans out there. Pushed him back the yard. It'll be third down and eight. 4.56 here in the quarter. Plenty of time. Got a whole quarter left. So you got uh, 16, almost 17 minutes left of playing time. What's well, a pass in the middle of Joe by Zakas? 28-24 is your score. Broncos with the lead. Four wide outs. Two on either side. Zakas back. One man pressures. Throws it long over the top. Complete. Down at the 30 and brought down. Number 10 is receiver Cannon Hunter. He caught it, and he's tackled 
down inside the 30, Char- around the 26. Charlie Dyer prevented a touchdown, but boy, did Sekas lay that thing in there on the money or what? Perfect, yeah, beautiful, perfect pass right on the numbers there, wasn't it, Gary? Another it, huge it, third it, down conversion. And he caught it over his shoulder looking back. Yep. So it was a good pass and a good catch and a good run after the pass. First down at the 26 now. Another long third down play. Hand off to the big man, Hoover. Hoover just bowls right into the middle and gains about three more yards Boy, down to the 22. Too. Sir? With purpose. They're oh. looking for a two-score lead here in the third quarter. He just runs, and he almost runs up right, but his low center of gravity, if he hits him head on, so his big legs keep pushing. He drove in there and got four yards, second down and six. Yeah, he's about five. He may be 5'9", if that, but he's more. Muscular and stout. And I couldn't have run him either, Ron. <laughs> Going to look back to pass this time. Throw it right over the middle. Complete. Touchdown. Same guy. To Cannon Hunter again. Great pass by Zekas. Cannon Hunter broke open just at the end of that play. And now they're up 34-24 trying to make it 11. And that would be the biggest lead of the night for either team. Yeah, it's 21 straight points to get this PAT. Neary. There to kick. That guy's moving around an extra guy for his referees. Go near his kick is up, and it is good. 35-24 with 3.52 in the quarter. And we're back at one minute for North Hall here on 97.5 Glory FM. Your home should be an extension of who you are. When your home is built better, your life just feels better. So make your new home an energy-efficient Right Choice Home from Jackson EMC. Right Choice Homes come with a three-year energy warranty and a one-year comfort warranty. And every Right Choice Home receives Jackson EMC's lowest energy rate. Step inside your comfort zone with a Right Choice Home, only from Jackson EMC. Change can be bad. 30 seconds. This is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Neary, two-step kick, another pop-up over on the far side. That one's going to go out of bounds and hit over there inside the 25. It'll come out to the 35. So I guess they just made up their mind. They were going to keep it, kick it short the rest of the night and give them the ball to the 35, weren't they? Right now, why not? Yep. Yeah. That's what they've done since that last long kickoff by per year. You go back to that last score they had in the first half. So three straight scores for the Broncos. Yep. 35-24 now, 11-point lead for the Broncos. North Hall looking to score first time in a while, 3.52 in the quarter. Marsh with one guy beside him, kind of up in front, two wideouts, one guy in motion. Marsh takes it, goes to the other side, the 40, 45, 50, 45. He got to go all the way, 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Tanner Marsh. That was a big play. Huge there. play. It would be a 65-yarder. No yellow on the field. Touchdown, Tanner Marsh. Boy, did they need that in the worst way? There's your old Mo again, Joe. That was a huge, huge play right there, Ron and Gary, for sure. And all the Cherokee Bluffs fans saying, "Go Big Green." Exactly. 35 to 30. Trying to do it on the one play. Cut it back to 
one score. Yeah, you're still writing down the, the summary of the last score, and then Marsh takes off in 65 yards and scores. Extra point from Reyes is up, and it is on top of the field house. Good, 35-31. Again, we're back in one minute for North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home. Siphon Logistics commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. Blake Carmona kicked off down to the 21 to the receiver for... East for South brought it back out to the 36 or 37. Let's see where they spotted at. Yeah, another squib to kick yep. to keep them from ripping off a long return. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, by the way, gentlemen, that, that last uh, exchange took nine seconds off the play clock. But it garnered another seven points for the Trojans, which is a good thing. They wanted to keep it close and not let it get out of hand. First down at the 38-yard line for East for South. Zekas. With four wideouts, ball in the far hash mark, three guys on this side, receiver-wise. Going to hand off to the little guy this time, and Zekas keeps it. Dancing in the middle. He's going to run and get about 10, 15-yard slides at the 50 or 48-yard line and gets about 13 yards in the first down. Yeah, and everybody thought he gave the ball off. That yep. was a great fake. Both they handed it off that time to Kobe Edgel. And able to scamper in there, Gary, and get 13 yards for another first down. Yeah, and when he slid and somebody had tapped him from behind, I think he might have still kept going. Give it off to Martin. Martin for seven, eight, nine yards brought down. Who finally got hit as he was trying to drag away from flag. Flag. And I don't know if he grabbed a face mask or not as he was pulling him down. But so he's got to show him some speed. I think about what Jay Burry's got coming with him. He becomes the boys' basketball coach at East Forsyth. Oh, it's a hold against uh, East Forsyth. Well, you know, Coach Bernie's got to be excited about that if he's got some of these guys coming off of football that's going to, especially if, he, if little Gus Martin can run like that, it's another, what, Luke Sanders or or um, J- A.J. Jones like North Hall had a couple of years ago. Holding penalty on East Forsyth. Well, that it. play will come back. Our basketball coach ought to be looking at number 72, Mitchell Dunlap. Looks like he goes about 6'7". Well, he may, be, he may already have him if the wrestling team doesn't. <laughs> Pushes them back uh, five yards from the spot or from the last line of scrimmage. It'll be first and 15 now, 3.09 in the quarter. One guy in a slot, two wide outs. Big Hoover behind his quarterback. Hoover gets it. Busts up the middle, 50, 45, 40. And, man, number 21 that time, McKinley Kemp basically had to, to hog time or do, bring well, him down like there from a, the side. Like a Bronco. Bronco. Tackle. That's a, like a Bronco bucket. Yeah, right. He did a little bit of a hip toss is what he did right there. Luke <laughs> Jenkins. Ball's going to be down. I don't see the spotting board down there yet. He's going to be about 
Second down and two. Yeah, he's just now getting there. Yeah, ball's on the 41. Snap, handoff to seven. Martin, Martin, tackle from behind. Number eight came in there and made the tackle that time. But he got the first down. He did get the first down by a yard. Zeke Harris. We haven't called Zeke's name a lot tonight. So, you know what that tells you, don't you? That means they're doing a pretty good job of blocking him. First down bout down at the 38 now, 223 in the quarter. 35-31, East Forsyth. Two wideouts, both on the near side. Zekas with a big man, big blocking back behind in front of Martin. Hand off to Martin. Martin with a hole to 30. Then he wrapped up quickly around the 20 gate and draw, keeps going down. A big lineman falls and pushes him from behind down to the 26 or 27. Well, Luke Jenkins hit him first, but he had four of his teammates. And, you know, guys in there not doing anything really special. They're just handing the ball off now. You say 14 blast, Gary? Until <laughs> <laughs> they stop it. Yeah, until they stop it. 153 in the quarter now. We are in the third quarter at North Hall High. 16-15 as team get, looks over at the sideline, gets the play. Zekas claps his hand, gets the ball. Hands off to Martin. Martin, that low center, he's, he tackled he's, for he's a slipped. loss that time. Yeah, he slipped. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, they blitzed through the holes and they caught him. That time North Hall sniffed that one out. Yeah, I'm going to call it no gain. And we Gus, see his field get slick, guys. Gus with his uh, orange shoes on. 120-117 now on the clock. Two wideouts, one on either side. Ball basically in the middle of the field. Two wideouts are uh, Moffitt and Hunter. Hand off to Martin, going around the far side. And he failed in there, and he got a flag coming behind him. Yeah, that's a, definitely a hole. Number 73 had a bear hug on one of the North Hall players. Austin Adams is makeup like me. Makeup, if me, Mike, Ron, and Gary stood side by side, we might be as wide as Austin Adams. I was going to say center, that, yeah. that, he's a, that boy hadn't missed many breakfasts. Nope, he has not. Or, <laughs> or lunch. suppers. <laughs> meals at all. Snacks in the middle or anything. Mm-hmm. He's you know the what, center, that? but he's a, he's the guy who, if you watch him, Gary, his, his head and his other hand are behind the or in front of the ball. Yeah. Ronnie may not get squat down enough to get back behind the ball. I know. <laughs> Right. That's why I asked what the rule was. That's big, one rule I don't know. Big penalty, and it's second down, and about 18 or 19. Zekas has been very dangerous tonight. Zekas with four wideouts and a running back, looking to pass. Looking, got pressure, flushed out, coming to the near side. Throws it long, over the top. Got a man back there. Is it complete? Looks like he it caught is. It. One, yeah. Oh, he caught How it and he catched that? that ball. Will Moffitt with his back to the goal line stood there and waited. The North Hall defenders waving his hands in front of him came right into his hands and he fell down at the one. Luke Jenkins was all over him like white on rice and it still caught that ball. Wow. That, that is absolutely amazing. That's one of the better catches we've seen this season. Yeah. If he turns around and plays the ball, uh, he might can knock it away. Maybe, but I mean, you can't cover him much better than that, Joe. Yep. They got it first and goal at the one, I'll tell you that. I got thought he fell in the end zone when it, when it first got it. Moffitt back there to direct snap. Hoover off to his right. Hoover, or Moffitt has it. Moffitt goes in. I think he's what in. going to say, this guy says, touchdown. Yes, it is for East Forsyth. He dove over, and before his knee hit the ground, the ball broke the plane. 
They've scored every time they've touched the ball here in the second half. They've uh, 41-31. The third quarter is almost coming to a close. They're, about to, they're up by 10 again. And we've got a shootout. Yep, we've got the shootout. 72 points scored so far. Neary stands to attempt the extra point. Moffitt holds. The kick is up. And it is good. 42-31. And back in one minute more high school football on 97.5 Glory FM. If you want to add something really special to your outdoor cooking collection, it has got to be a Blackstone griddle from Ultra's Ace. These griddles are made from cold rolled steel, so the surface is really durable. And they're super easy to clean and maintain, but the part that really matters... Is the food! Yes, the food. You'll create masterpieces with steak and fish, prepare fajitas like you've never had before. And undoubtedly, the best grilled cheese sandwich on earth. It's the little things. Treat yourself or delight a special cook on your Christmas list with a Blackstone griddle from Ultra's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Neary kicks it. Gonna be looks like Ty Kemp caught it. They're trying to rake the ball out of his hands. He caught it around the 22 or 23. Got up to about the 35 or 36. We're gonna spot it the 37. So about a 15-yard return for Kemp with five seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Northall needs to score another touchdown here, gentlemen. Like they did on the last drive. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah, you get if you get. You get it back on this possession, you're back in the game. If you can't convert on this, you obviously haven't, as Ron said, they scored every time they touched the ball this half. And then going back to the last half, you know, you can't give them the ball back and expect reasonably expect them to not come in the end zone to see you. Two wide outs and they hand off to Parker Carlton. Carlton gets about four, and that'll end the quarter, 42-31 East for Scythe. Back with the fourth and final quarter in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. North Hall, second down six, starting the fourth quarter. They're going right to left towards the Bob this time. They're down 11. Ball's at the 41 of North Hall. One wide out, put Perrier in motion. All kinds of weird sets coming around this side, and Marsh is going to try and get the first down, and it's close. We got a flag that came in at the end. I think it's going to be a late hit on Tanner, 
as yeah. he was stood up right there out of bounds. Yeah, he hit him after he was out of bounds for sure. It was almost a late hit on everybody over here on the sideline. Yes, it was. was truly. Yep. Everybody was scattering. Personal foul, late hit on East Forsyth. They did get the first down down the midfield, so they'll mark off take on another 10 or 15 after that one. Down to the 35. Yep, it'll push them on down there. They needed a break because they'd had two big plays uh, penalties against North Hall that helped lead for Scythe on the last two touchdowns. North Hall needed a break, got one right there. First and 10 at the Bronco 35, 11.54 in the quarter. Well, they've had some breaks. Tate Ruth off to the right of his quarterback. Get off to Tate. Tate looking for some breathing room. Can't find anything. He's going to be eat up. Brecken Kirby trying to push him, and he does about three or four yards down to about the 32 or 31. Boy, these things turn into a rugby scrum. Don't <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They do. We've seen more of that this year than I can ever remember. I agree. We've seen it a lot in all in, in all in all uh, levels of the sport. We've seen. Yeah, and and, you know, and and offense and defense pushing, just pushing against each other. Yep. Give him three. Second down and seven balls at the 32-yard line. Per year, Kirby. Uh, Sosby out on one side. Per year going back to that side now. Tate Ruth going to the left of his quarterback, Marsh. Marsh takes the snap. Hands off to him late. To, uh, and he runs into his own man, the Per year right there. And he knocks him back a yard, so forward progress will keep him with no yeah, gain. He, he ran into Purrier, who was trying to block for him, and he bounced off of him, and that allowed the defense to catch up to him. Now, big third down play. Third down and seven. And the other thing is you're not one score down, gentlemen. You're two. 10-45. Yeah. This might be in the third. This might be four fourth. down territory In here. the fourth quarter. Three wide outs looking to pass. Marsh got a man on far side. Per year caught it and got the first down and right inside the 20th and 19. You don't have to worry about a fourth down yep. going for it. Well, when you got sure hands, Riles Perrier over there, they're going to give him only one to you talk 21. About, you talk about sure hands. Yeah. He's got sure hands. I'm going to give him to the 21, but it is a first down. That gives him a neat settle downs with 234, 10-34 here in the fourth quarter. Three wide outs. Marsh. Hands off to Ruth. Ruth dives in the middle because his hole closed up on the far side, and he might have got a yard to the 20. Yeah, he was trying to cut it back in, but uh, that hole closed up too. He's got to get what he could. But, Joe, the concern is if the old blind guy here can tell you what's coming, I can almost what they're going to do every play now, you know he's out there. You just got to stop it. It's a big thing. Exactly. Exactly. That, uh, and they, they, they might have used up that, might have gone to that well one too many times. They might have to start doing something a little different. Ruth off to the right of his quarterback. Three wide outs. Looking to pass. Marsh got a little time now. He rolls out to this side. He's got room. He can run. He does to the 20, the 15, the 10. Uh, knocked out of bounds around the 11. Forced out by that's foot. Cl- that's close to a first down yardage. Couple yards short, isn't he? Looks like it's going to be at the 12. Let's see where they spot it at. It's going to be third, third and about a yard. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah Foot. Forced him out of box a yard away from the first down. Third down, one yard to go. 9.50 in the quarter. Marsh comes over to the sideline, gets the play, goes back out. Per year on the near side. The only wide out this time. Two running backs. Carlton on one side. Ruth on the other. Ruth looking for a hole. Got one. He got the first down, down to the five. Cut back inside behind Thomas Green and McGill that time and got the first down. Yeah. First time he got a hole open that time. I thought, I thought he might use him a decoy, Joe, and give it to Carlton, but instead Tate with a big run. Number th- tackle by number three, Cole Ferguson for the Broncos. 
I think that. Uh, uh, on the hash mark on the six. I think Carlton was more of a decoy or blocking back that last time. Same setup again. One wide up. Hand off to Carlton this time. Carlton tries to go through and gets down to the two. You get these spurts through the hole. Yeah, and he had two hands on the football, too. Cover it up close. You can't afford to give it up here. I hear that's for sure. 9 14 and running. Trojans trail by 11. Need got to have a score right here. Marsh talking to his players. Flip flops per year from the far side to the near side. Two running backs, Carlton and Ruth. Now he puts Kirby in motion. Hand off to Ruth, trying to follow a blocker, and he's going to be into the end zone with a flag. Flag right back at the oh, five. Oh, man. <laughs> see what we got. That's on North Hall, you got to believe. And it's usually in the area of holding. Well, the side judge was standing right by me when he threw the flag. Illegal procedure on the Trojans. Must have been on somebody not set or somebody moving. I thought everybody was set. Take back or, to seven. Or, or there wasn't enough people on the line or something like that. Second down. Hard to tell that from our our vantage point. So a five-yard penalty be back at the right at the eight. Yep. Tail of the football, not the nose. The tail touches the eight. So second down and goal from there. Eight fifty left here in the fourth quarter. Well, this is a big play here. What's well, Kirby? All right, you got Sosby and Ty Kemp on the near side. Per year on the far side, Kirby is a tight end. Ruth is a running back on the left of his quarterback. Per year in motion. Back to pass. He's getting pressure. He's going to have to throw it. He's going to get sacked. He throws it at the last second. Touchdown, Trojans. How about that? That was one of the receivers on this side. Was it uh, number two, Kirby? He was a tight end on the far side. Drifted down and snuck across. Caught the touchdown pass just inside the pylon. For the Trojans. Now, do you go for two here to play make a three-point game? I thought about that, but that was a great job by Marsh to evading the tackle. In yes, the it was. Yes, it, he's leaving him in there. There's no kicker out there right now. They're but, down five, trying to cut it to three. If you miss it, it doesn't hurt you. That's right. No, yeah, it doesn't make any difference. And if it, and if you make it, you're only a field goal behind. Two wide outs. One on either side, a running back. One guy in motion, that's Kemp. Takes the snap, looks to pass, looking, looking, has to throw it late. Got a man open, tight, got it. He got it. The two-point conversion to Wrecking Kirby is good. 42-37 with 8.43 remaining. Make it 39. We're back in a minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED induct air purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. 
Carmona with a kick comes down to the up man at the 15, to the 20, the 25, the 30, and down to about the 35-yard line. That was number 13, Andrew Frank that time, the up back that caught it, and he got back out to the 35 or 36-yard line, I believe it'll be. You see where they put the. Let's yeah. go back. Let's go back to the touchdown. He goes to Brecken Kirby on the other one side, then comes back. And it's the big tight end going back across his body to the other side. Was, he, was, he was a lot more wide open on that two-point conversion than he was on the, on the touchdown. Oh, great, yeah. great play call to cut it to three with 8.38 remaining. Sekas falls on down. the ground, and Sekas has to fall on it. How about that? And a negative play on first down. Yeah, and he big. had to just sit down with it. Yep. Yeah, well, he just wanted, didn't make sure he didn't turn it over. Final score at Chesapeake. Walnut Grove over the War Eagles 25-8. Second down, about 15 yards to go for the Broncos. Four wideouts, three on the far side. Zekas hands off to the running back, Martin. Martin's going to cut, cut through the 40, the 45, down and across the 50 to about the 48-yard line. Wow. There's a speed. Huge gain. Now we've yeah. got 15 and seven more, 22 yards. Got down to the right at the 47-yard line. Kyler Free came from behind and nailed him, but you just can't be giving up those big chunks of yardage yes. like this. Well, they, right they, they, yeah, they blocked the end and the linebacker on the right side of the offensive line, and when they did that, he had, there was nobody left. Big Troy Hoover comes in the game. Tyson Martin. Time not a factor yet, but if they put one more touchdown on him, it could be. 7:44, three-point advantage for the Broncos. Gets the snap. Kind of fumbled as he it. caught it. That was Hoover. Hoover having to be. Wow! Look at those big legs churning. The ball came out late. Then North Hall. They're going to say he was down. Yeah, I thought he was too. I think that's probably a good call. Yeah, I, I think he was. Russ too. Nelson doesn't even hesitate. Now both both side judges pointed to the ground, saying he was down. Ball's on the 34-yard line. It'll be first and ten for the Broncos. Yeah, and they ro- when he rolled over when the ball came out. But, uh, a plethora of boos from the North Hall bleachers. Well, of course. They're biased, you know, of course. <laughs> you, you think? <laughs> First down and ten now. Broncos will have it. And the North Hall needs a stop like 30, right, right now. 34-yard yeah. line. They need a turnover. Yeah, nice. exactly. The four wideouts for the Broncos. Going to hand off to the running back, Martin. Martin, he just swallowed up with no gain that time. Maybe a quarter of a yard, half a yard maybe. Big man in front there, number 55. Landon Potter led the charge on that one, got the tackle. 6.48, three-point advantage for the Broncos. 81 points in tonight's game, gentlemen. Second and ten. It's been entertaining. Yes, it has. One wide out. Going to hand off to Hoover. Hoover across the 30 and knocked down into 28. And from the moment he got that ball, he put two hands on it. Yes, he did. And he he was just running barreling. When he got that low center of gravity, it's tough to get him down. It's like like trying to tackle a tank. Good analogy, Ron. Good analogy. Third down. About five yards to go. Ball's on the 29 for the Broncos. They fake that, then they look over to the sideline. Sekas comes back with 16 on the play clock. Snap, gets it. Hoover gets it again. Gets hit immediately. Look at that. Was that number 12, Carlton? Yeah. yeah. Number yeah, 12, Carlton him. nailed him right there after the yard he game. Some, he got some help, too. And they'll go for it here. 
Fourth down, about four yards to go. Ball's at the 28. They, they, may, oh, yeah. they may burn a timeout here to talk about uh, it. They, they probably will, but I tell you, you know, you sort of got to go for this. Well, I think they will too, but they, they just kind of stand around looking, waiting on the clock, play clock to run Well, down. that's one thing that what they're trying to do. They're trying to Burn score, but they're clock. trying to use clock. Yep. 12, 11, 10. And flip-flop one guy to the other. They're going to hand off to the big man again, and he did not get it. And they're pushing him back. North Hall takes over. 26, and that was it. And they got a flag late. Yeah, a flag late. Gonna, Hopefully it's I, not on the on I the think North that's going to be on uh, East Forsyth. Well, that's, I think, I that's think so they they'll decline it. You know, when he kept moving and moving and moving, he, he came close to getting the first down. What's the goal? What did they do? They, they were grabbing. They were pull, trying to pull him forward. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to put. They, they used to use the hand to kind of a push, but what they were they, doing is pulling him because the guy was in front of him pulling for it, and that's against the rule. Yeah, and I, I saw that too, and I said, are they going to call that? All right, the ball is at the 26. North Hall gets it on the turnover on downs, 5-12. Well, yeah, you got to feel pretty good if you're the Trojans. Nobody stopped anybody here. You're trailing by three. Hang on to the football, Trojans. you got, you got 5-12 to go. In regulation. Tanner Marsh yeah, comes out true. gives his play. you got Kemp and Sosby on the near side. Kirby's the tight end on the far side, and Riles Pergier is the wide end on the far side. Tate Ruth in the game. Hand off to Ruth. No, Marsh keeps it. Marsh across the 25, down to about the 28-yard line. Got about two, maybe three. It'll be second down. Give him two, second down and eight. Yeah, I think that was Cameron Frady and a couple of his compatriots over there that closed that hole down after Marsh got just across the line of scrimmage, fell forward for a couple of yards. Corbin Sosby comes over, gets the play, trots it out, gives it to his quarterback, Tanner Marsh. Second down, eight yards to go, 445 left in regulation. Marsh has it. Throwing it down, fail, complete. First down to Perrier across the 40 to the 42. Well, you had Perrier over there, and you also had uh, Kirby over there. So you had two to choose from, and he went with Riles that time and kept the chains moving. Another first down for the Trojans. 15-yard pickup down to the 43, 438. First and 10, another set of downs. Sosby, Kemp on this side. Perrier the far side. Ruth is a single setback. Marsh has the football, rolls to this side, throws it over here. Sosby at the 45, knocked out of bounds. First down, Trojans in East Forsyth territory. Another 12, 13-yard game for the big first down. What a job there to mix up the running pass. Wrestled out of bounds by Messiah Arnold, but the Trojans still on the march. They wouldn't mind burning a little clock now and if they can put a score on the board. Yeah. Yeah, they, I got a little middle on their side look here. They want to do as fast as they can. Well, the other thing, you know, Mike, if you give these guys a chance exactly. to get back down the field. That's the, that's the bad part about it. Per year on the near side this time. Sosby out wide right. Ruth and Carlton in the backfield. Marsh takes it. Almost got sacked in the backfield and still going to take a loss of about a yard and a half, two yards, as the white team came up and knocked him down yeah, two they, yards behind the they, line of yeah, scrimmage. Yeah, they were looking for that, and they – they blew that play up from the get-go. Well, Martin and Freddie hit it, but also Marsh ran into one of his own men and slowed himself down. Well, his own men, his own man got knocked back in the, in, into him. That's how he got ran into him. Second and 12, four minutes exactly now left in regulation. Marsh comes back out with 17 on the play clock. Going to send Sosby and Perrier to the far side. Kirby's the tight end on this side. You got Carlton and Ruth. Ruth is in the slot position over on the far side. 
Back to pass. Looking, looking, throws it in a hurry. Complete over there to Sosby. Back up to the original line of scrimmage. It'll, It'll be, be third, third down and, and ten. Yeah, that, this is going to be big. Of course, this is four-down territory. Yeah, that was a pretty good smack by Decillian over there to hold him to no game. Again, a little bit slow developing. Well, you got third and ten. 325 now. And running. Gone straight to the pass now because they've I guess they figured out the run's not really working. You got uh, Sosby and Kemp on this side. Per year's in on this side, but he's kind of in between the tight end. And the fight rolls to this side. Marsh looking. Complete at the 30. Down to the 25 as per year and roll down at the 24. Big third down conversion. Martin was there to grab him, but Riles was open, and Marsh saw it and dumped it right where he could catch it. Per year. Catches that one, pulls them down to the 24, first down and 10, another set of downs with two. 55 and running here in regulation. Big Eli Ham brings them up. The center, Marsh, claps, gets the ball, hands off to Ruth. Ruth looking for a hole, knocked the guy back, got down to about the 21 before being stopped. About two, three-yard pickup, second down and seven. You want to see if Coach Allison might call timeout. Two and a half minutes to go. Yeah, they both got all their complement of timeouts left. Per year and Kemp going to the far side. Sosby on the near side with Kirby at a tight end, kind of off in a slot now. Rolls to the far side, does Marsh. Marsh looking, 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 looking. Throws it up towards the end zone. Intercepted. Oh, Oh, my goodness. He intercepted it right in front of his intended receiver. That was number, was that number? Number 20. Number 20 caught that one. That is Davis Downs, a junior, that uh, caught that. That was three. Oh, was it three? Ferguson, yeah. Ferguson caught it, okay. okay. Cole Ferguson stepped in front of the intended receiver and just took it away. They uh. just saved themselves there and killed Cherokee Bluff's hopes. Wow. Yeah, there's still 2.10 to go. Got three time to get to the 20. North Hall needs a huge, huge turnover. Boy, Not I tell turnover you. Turnover on downs, but turnover. Roll the dice and went for it all, and and did had, I don't know if he didn't see that defender or not, but he just stepped right in front of him and took it away. Yeah, right at the end zone line and fell in there. Oh, was, I think it was just a good play the by the defender. All right, Sekas brings him up wide out on the far side, and you haven't stopped these guys this half. Remember, Colby Edgel of the running back in the eye behind him, one guy up in front of him. And off the, no, he's going to fake. He's going to get the edge. Edgel's going to get out to the 24, 25-yard line. Timeout North Hall. North Hall has to burn it their first timeout. No, there's, yeah, North Hall called that one with 2.03 remaining. If they get the first down, it's over. Yeah, pretty much it is. 42-39 is the score. East Forsyth on top of they win. They finished number three in the region. North Hall drops to four, and Cherokee Bluff season is over. It will be going to Stockbridge next Saturday night if East Forsyth wins. Stockbridge isn't hardly as far as Pierce County, so I think we'll be all right with that. The Broncos would go to Luella. Which is a little bit further than Stockbridge. Well, I tell you, you know, uh, the way that they have taken care of the football here in the second half mm-hmm. has been impressive. Yeah. And the way they came back after being 10 down has been impressive. Yeah. So the Broncos are playing they're probably their best football of the season right now, which is exactly what you want. Yeah, you want to be playing your best right here at the end of the season. That's right. Yeah. Give yourself a chance going to the playoffs 
on a high note. What well, you're yeah, to do. And, and regular season, once the playoffs start, everybody's 0 0. We've we just seen that in all kinds of different sports, including Major League Baseball, didn't we? Yep. Oh, yes. 2 3. In the regulation, 42 39. East for Scythe with a three point lead. Direct snap back to Muffet. Muffet goes over the far side. They're going to be happy to keep it on the ground. He gets about two up to about the 20, almost the 28. They want North Alderburn to tell off. Well, they haven't yet. Yeah, they just call one, so they've got two left. North Hall does. Ace for size got three. They're going to use all the time they can right here in this one. Third down. Absolutely. you got 100 seconds left in regulation right now. Third down, two yards to go, almost three, but in two. Short two, long two, short three, as Munson would say. Well, if they get a first down, you can expect North Hall to call a timeout immediately to try to salvage something. 12, 11, down to eight, seven, six. They're going to run it down to two or three. Moffitt's the... <laughs> the back back there takes it with one. He'll run on the far side. He gets the first down. Wide open at the 35. Out to the 40. Ball first game. down for the Broncos. East for South. That turning the ball over is going to get going to the state playoffs. 109 and running. And now there's no use in burning timeouts. You get, the clock is... I'm amazed they didn't use one that last play. And North Hall's only turn of the ball game is going to cost them the number three seed. And that is going to be another timeout called by North Hall with 58 seconds remaining here in regulation. East for South will go over to meet with Coach Brian Allison. The Trojans will come over and meet with Coach Sean Pender and the defensive staff. 58 seconds left. <clears throat> this will drop well, North Hall to 7-3. We will try three. to get us something with uh, Brian Ellison if they hang okay. on. It looks like they probably will. They, You know, technically, East Forsyth has a Gainesville address. Mm-hmm. They do. Uh, East Forsyth will go up to 7-3. and three. Both teams will be 5-3 in the region. East Forsyth will be the 3 seed, North Hall the 4 seed. And obviously the tiebreaker tonight. Yep. <clears throat> Head-to-head competition, men. Well, and that's what it's all about, especially from week five on, that head-to-head competition. You know, you want to take oh, what a game, guys. Oh, it's super. Super ball game, 81 points. And they're going into the victory formation. Yeah. You just saw Zachas come knee. out and give a little fist pump. Got the first down. Like Mike mm. said, you didn't have to take a run. That's be North Hall's last one right there, and that's all they can do. And all they'll have to do is snap it one more time when they come out maybe twice, and that'll be it. And that'll end ball game as the fans for Cherokee Bluff in the middle set of state come up cheering for their Broncos. Yeah, look at them across the way. They yeah. did, they, they, a bunch of them didn't make the trip down, but those that did are enthusiastic. Again, it's not that far from East Forsyth to North Hall. It's closer to East Forsyth than it is from North Hall to Cherokee Bluff. Yes, it is. That. Well, so now you, you drop back and look at your – personnel and you look at this and study what you did right and what you did wrong and try to carry that on to the next level because now it becomes survive and advance one and you're done if you lose that's correct again the region closes out the year with north o county undefeated at number one ranked number two in the state number two madison county number three east Forsyth, number four north hall is sitting outside the playoffs, Cherokee yeah, Bluff. They'll have to they'll snap have to it snap, one more time. Snap it at 13. North Hall's timeouts are done. And 
Yes, they got the third down, so they got one more to burn, and that's that'll do her. I'll go ahead and snap it now because the clock resets and the play clock up to 35. He'll take that one, and that'll be your ball game with 26. The clock will run down east for south. Will win 42 to 39 and take the third seed into the playoffs next week. And North Hall will take the number four seed. But a real, real, real big improvement for Coach Sean Pender's team this year to go seven and three. Mike, I would believe you go from three and seven to seven and three. Yep, big turnaround. Again, we'll be in Stockbridge next Saturday night for the first round of the Class Quad A state playoffs. Next Friday in Dahlonega with Lumpkin County, which just has defeated West Hall by a final of 42-7 for an undefeated 10-0 record. It's been an exciting year, guys. It has. And 48-28, Flyer Branch leads Heritage, so it looks like they're going to win their game. and. They'll finish fourth in eight quintet behind Jefferson, number one, east side two, Loganville three, and the Branson will be four. Coach Ellison, down by ten. Well, this was a, this was a slugfest tonight. It, were, it was an offensive battle. I thought it w- probably would be, but, it, and, you know, both teams were hitting each other in the face with it, and it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And you, you mixed your play calling up really well tonight between your pass and your run, and you got the you got Hoover, then you got Martin. You get it's kind of a one-two punch there in the, out of the backfield. Yeah, it was, and, and I'm telling you, our guys up front blocked them really well. It looked like, and uh, we came in, and the running backs did a really good job. So it was it was a, it was a team effort. You know, we we were uh, didn't look too good on defense in that first half and uh, came out in the second half and played a little bit better then you got the big pick there at the end which to prove to really be the difference in the, in the game ferguson huge pick uh play of the game so now get the three seed okay. yeah, go back and get ready to go everybody's oh and oh now yeah everybody well we were oh and oh two weeks ago we had to win win to get in yeah. so so now we're two and oh how did you how did you approach the Die. Listen, we had a great week of practice. It wasn't me. It was those guys. Those guys that just sold their soul to it, and uh, we had a good week. All right, congratulations. Look, all right, there you go, guys. Congratulations. Good job, Gary. Congratulations, Brian Allison, formerly of Union County, who still lives in Blairsville and drives back and forth to East right. or South every day. That's a pretty good drive. Yeah, it is. And what a job. His third year as head coach at East or South. The Broncos are heading to the state playoffs. By also, North Hall is going to the state playoffs. We're about to wrap it up for you in two minutes on Friday Night Football in North Georgia on 97.5 Glory FM. Uh, when energy efficiency is done right, the advantages are dramatic. At Jackson EMC, energy efficiency is integrated into every facet of our Right Choice Home program. From how it's designed to the way it's constructed, saving you money each year on your energy bill. Talk to a certified Right Choice home builder to learn how energy efficiency is built into every Right Choice home. Right Choice Homes, energy efficient, guaranteed, and only from Jackson EMC. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. 
call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC Security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Hey, back here at North Hall, wrapping up the high school football season for 2023. We get ready for the postseason next week as East Forsyth defeats North Hall by a final of 42-39. to 39. Joe? Yeah, it got the stats here, 963 total yards of offense tonight between the two teams. North Hall, 22 first downs. East Forsyth, 22 first downs. Rushing the ball, North Hall had 37 for 237. East Forsyth, that's what their bread and butter was tonight. 54 rushes, 342 yards. <clears throat> Zekas threw it 11, threw 15 times, completed 11 for 180 yards. Tanner Marsh, 17 for 22, 204 yards. There were um, six penalties on North Hall for 52, 10 penalties for 104 on um, East Forsyth. Uh, costly turnover for North Hall right there at the end. The only turnover of the night, that pass interception right there inside the goal line. Tanner Marsh rushed it 13 times, 113 yards, long with 65. Tate Ruth, 13 for 50. Parker Carlton, 8 for 33. Riles Purrier, 3 for 41. As I said, Marsh, 17 for 22, 204 yards per year, 8 for 120 yards. Brecken Kirby, 2 for 18 with a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Tate Ruth, 1 for 24. Sosby, 4 for 30. Kemp, 1 for 10. Cable, 1 for 2. On the other side of the football, Trent Morris only carried it three times for seven yards, but look at these two next ones, guys. Gus Martin, 17 carries, 152 yards. Troy Hoover, the other guy, uh, 18 carries, 135 yards. So they toted it and carried it well tonight. Will Moffitt at five for for 29 yards, and Kobe Edgel, three for 31. Uh, Zakas, 11 for 15, as I said. The leading on that side was Cannon Hunter, four catches, 72 yards. Moffitt, four for 40, for 58. So hopefully by tomorrow morning on the Saturday morning sports show, we'll know what time we'll play next Saturday night as we'll head down to Stockbridge in Henry County to bring you North Hall playoff football in the Class Quad A state playoffs. We'll be there to bring you the play-by-play right here on 97.5 Glory FM. We'll bring you a full day of football. We'll start things off next Saturday at 1.30 with college football as it will be Georgia State and Appalachian State. And as soon as they get through, we'll go to Stockbridge for our broadcast with North Hall and Stockbridge, the Tigers of Stockbridge and the North Hall Trojans here on 97.5 Glory FM. Plus, we'll find out who Lumpkin County will play in the opening round of the class, AAA State playoffs. I'll be talking with Coach Heath Webb during the final score at 11.05. We're coming up next. We'll go to GNN's coverage of high school football with GNN's. Friday night last year here in the North Hall Band with their drum corps passing by 
And to wrap up the 2023 high school football season, once again, congratulations to all the team heading to the state playoffs. It's been a great year. Thank you so much for being with us here on 97.5 Glory FM. Final score for the Brickyard. It is East Forsyth 42, North Hall 39. For the entire sports team at 97.5 Glory FM, for Gary Glenn, for Ron Poole, for Joe Gailey, and for Nathan Laddie, I'm Mike Warford. You've been tuned to high school football on 97.5 Glory FM, where we're good sports. This has been Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Jackson EMC, Duplicating Products, Riverside Pharmacy, EMC Security, Siphon Logistics, Autry's Ace Hardware, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, and by Millie's Drapery and Decorating. Join us next week for more great football action on Friday Night Football in North Georgia. This has been a sports presentation of 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio.